Welcome to show 16 of the Cloth Diaper Podcast. The Cloth Diaper Podcast is a weekly podcast dedicated to everything cloth diaper. We share stories from brands, retailers, and parents around the world about their cloth diapering experience and journey. It's Bailey, your host of the Cloth Diaper Podcast. I am so excited for today's episode. I'm actually always excited for episodes. I love talking with anybody, really. It's really lonely being a mom, don't you know? If you don't know who I am, my name is Bailey. I am a mom of two. I work for myself. I host this podcast. I live in Northern British Columbia, and I am a cloth diaper addict. Seriously, I love cloth diapers. If you don't follow me on Instagram, then you don't know how awesome my studio looks. I mean, now that I've cleaned it, though, I do get some wicked echo, even with fabric everywhere on the walls. Today's episode is with a work-at-home mom. I am excited to talk to Jessica Brooks. She self-referred herself to the podcast. Actually, I think she just asked me to do a product review, and I said, hey, you know what's a better way than a product review? Hearing your story. This is the best way that we can learn. I don't actually do a lot of product reviews anymore now that I am transitioning to a brand specific role, but I do love showcasing different brand stories and I'll do informational posts from now on out. That's just part of my new commitment to working with this cloth diaper brand. There's still a lot of space on the internet for creating content and I'm just not gonna be providing that personal opinion. Regardless, Jessica has joined me today from the East Coast of the United States. This mama is the owner and creator behind Dapper Derriere. She's going to explain her brand story and her goals for the future. Stick with us because this is another amazing cloth day for mama who has amazing potential. And you'll want to be in on the ground floor for this one. Well, my name is Jessica Brooks, and I am the owner and creator and um, designer, everything that has to do with Dapper Derriere's and Brooksy's um, brand products. I started out with um, the name Dapper Derriere's because I wanted something cute and funny and something that stood out and could be remembered. But then um, I had a f- couple of friends that were like, well, you know, barriers, that's not really, it's not easy to pronounce, it's not easy to spell. And they're like, why don't you just use your name? And I was like, well, there's already shoes with the name of Brooks. And I said, yeah, but Brooks, Brooks is easy to remember and easy to recognize. So my husband actually is family used to call him Brooksy because he's a junior mm-hmm. so we went with Brooksy's so that makes sense so you've changed your name since like the last email that I chatted with you well it's not I haven't really changed it I just Dapper Derriere's is what I am registered as with the state and for okay. tax purposes but on my diapers um Brooksy's is the name that you see on the diapers okay so it's like Brooksy's doing business as Dapper Derriers or 
vice versa, actually, I think. So when people are talking about your diapers, you want them to call you Brooksy's? Brooksy's diapers? Um, it, either one is fine with me. I'm hoping to move just to Brooksy's. It'll probably be the first of the year when I do that, though. Okay, cool. Clarify that. So how did you get into cloth diapering, and what made you decided to even make your own? Well, my um, husband and I, we have three children. Our oldest is uh, 15 and a sophomore in high school. We recently started homeschooling her. Um, Our middle daughter is eight. She will be nine uh, next month. And our son will be two in February. And we actually started cloth diapering with him. Um, We decided that with this pregnancy and with this child I was going to start staying home um, because my husband got a promotion at work and it enabled us to enabled us to um, allow me to stay home so we decided to stay home with him and diapers are insanely expensive (laughs) and very wasteful and I for the first couple of months I think he was about two months old when we actually started cloth diapering we had spent way more money than I would like to admit to on diapers because I'm very specific with diapers I don't I don't like all the chemicals that they use I don't like um my son would break out with them so I was very picky about which diapers we used, and um, to be quite frank, not all diapers are created equal. Some of them are really cheap, and they create horrible, horrible rashes, and some of them are very good. That's him in the background screaming. <laughs> so at about, uh, at about three months of age, we started cloth diapering, and I tried quite a few different brands, and different designs i tried pockets i've tried covers and inserts and found my love with all-in-ones and then i got this horrible cloth diaper addiction (laughs) and spent a whole bunch of money on cloth diapers and my husband was like why don't you just make diapers you know how to sew your sister makes costumes she was going to school for costume design so we come from a family of people who know how to make things and are very handy so um i said well okay yeah i can try that and my sister and i talked about it and we drew up a few designs and uh ordered some fabric and started stitching some together. Now, mind you, my first few diapers were not, I still have them and they are, they work, they are still functioning, but they're not, I I would not give them to anybody because they're, (laughs) the seams are bad and the stitching's a little off, but they were my first try at diapers and diapers are not easy to make. No, they're not. I've I made quite a few. <laughs> they are not easy to make. There's a lot of work that actually goes into making diapers. Um, so that's how we got started with making diapers. I have all-in-ones. I have fitteds. I have covers. Um, my covers 
actually what what makes them different from other brands is I have pocket on the front and backs to hold an insert in place so you can slide it up into the front and back so it holds whatever type insert you want to use in in its place so they don't move um, or you could just use it as a cover over a fitted wow. I use them as covers for my nighttime fitteds well no my all-in-one diaper has a pocket in it okay so like my all-in-one diaper, it, it kind of resembles a Thirsty's natural all-in-one with a, it's got a tongue on it for extra absorbency, but the back of it, instead of it being sewn into the pool and closed, mm -hmm. there is a pocket opening there. Um, kind of like what you would see with a blueberry diaper, but it's not open on both ends. So gotcha. the back of it has a pocket that you can stuff for extra absorbency while the front is closed off. Oh, that sounds um, like a neat design. So it's, yeah, I really, I, I like, I like the pocket feature for extra absorbency, especially for heavy wetters. Mm-hmm. But I wanted something that was easy to use. I don't like stuffing diapers. I hate I, stuffing diapers. <laughs> it takes too much time. So I did not enjoy doing that. I didn't want something that that was the main way you had to use it. So this way, I have the tongue that has extra absorbency in it. And then I also have the back opening if you need to stuff it. It's probably just the minority of people who need to add absorbency to an all-in-one cloth diaper. Like, I've never, most of my, just keep, my kids aren't heavy enough wetters. They're just regular kids, and then we just use diapers regularly. Right. I just, but it's I'm a not neat, a fan of pocket diapers. It's a good option for those people who have those crazy wetters or who need just even a little booster in there to make it through a nap. Exactly. Yeah. When I tried to make cloth diapers, I found the most challenging part, the elastics. What, what do you find the most challenging part about making cloth diapers? Yeah, I would have to agree. When I, my first go around, I wasn't quite sure how to do elastics. So my sister did show me quite a few pointers on that. Now, my elastics are actually in, enclosed. Yeah, okay. So you don't see them on the outside of the diaper. I think my biggest struggle with the elastics was the back elastic. Oh. When until I finally figured out how to get it exactly the way I wanted it, it it was trying. <laughs> Can't be completely easy, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. So what what makes you? What's your passion to to do this project to become to be diaper derriers to be Brooksies? Why do you do this day in day out? Why are you looking at selling cloth diapers? Because I. They're better for the environment, for one. Um, we, a few years ago, we really got focused on our footprint. Okay, yeah. And what we leave with the earth. So uh, we decided to completely go chemical-free, and we went to organic and non-GMO and um, just try to be more healthy. And the cloth diapers just kind of go with that. And I, I enjoy making them. I can get lost in time when I sit down and when I go over there. It's like 
it's more than just a hobby. I truly enjoy doing the designs and buying new fabric and coming up with new items. I've actually started filling with a trainer because my son will be two in February. You can tell me when he's gone to the potty. So it's about time to start potty training. So I've actually got a trainer that I'm working on. Um, There's a few things that need to be adjusted on it and then it'll be ready to go onto my, um, it'll be ready to go onto, onto my shop. Um, but I just, my husband gets angry with me because he said I get, he says I get lost in time and don't pay attention to anything else. <laughs> so diaper derrieres has become a, not just not just your business, but it's like your self care. Yes, I it's therapeutic. I love it. I can zone out for a little bit and recenter and get me time. That's, that's a big reason why a lot of people get into any of their businesses and a great reason to get into business. What do you find to be your biggest challenge, even though it's something you really enjoy? Um, my biggest challenge is probably my toddler. He is, <laughs> he's the only, well, he's the only one that I've been home with. I went back to work right after having our daughters. So they've never known me to be home um he however has never been without me so when I sit down to sew or when I go over to sketch some different designs out or when I go to cut fabric he's wanting me to hold him he's wanting me to pay attention to him so I usually either put him in a carrier or I give him fabric to play with Mm-hmm. He's gotten to the point where he wants to learn how to use my sewing machine, and I don't think I'm ready for that yet. I have seen that they do sell, like, little kid ones. Uh, so Bright Creations here in the north, she has, like, a little one for her toddler. But I know what you mean, because I have a 20-month-old and a 3-year-old, and it, yeah, they are definitely my biggest challenge with getting anything done work-wise. Yes, they are, and we, like, we recently started homeschooling my um, 15-year-old, so I... Um, yeah, I'm glad she does a lot of her stuff independent study because I just some days I feel like I accomplish absolutely nothing. Yeah, that's okay. You know what? There's always tomorrow. Always tomorrow. Exactly. They're only little for a little while, and no, that's okay. Brooksy's. What makes Brooksy's different than another work-at-home mom? Why should someone buy from you instead of another mom? My products, all the materials I use are CPS, CAs. I think that's yeah. They're all certified, um, all certified organic. All materials that I use are certified for safety. Um, The design, the design of my diapers, the fit of them, they're really trim. They are super absorbent and um, reasonably reasonably priced. They're, I mean, I make them, so they're obviously my favorite, but (laughs) I would want someone to purchase my diapers, um, not only because they're extremely well put together and they work extremely well, but because that supports my family and that enables me to stay home with my kids and that allows us to grow more as a family and show my children that it's possible for a mom to stay home 
and still provide for their family other than, you know, keeping the house clean and making sure dinner's ready and supporting my husband in what he does. It's, it's more than just that. I can also support some financially with my diapers. So when someone buys from me, they're not only buying a great product, they're also putting food in my children's mouths. My reason for people purchasing my diapers, not only are they, um, they're amazing. I mean, if I didn't make them, I would buy them because they fit extremely well. My son is a long, skinny child. So when I, the first cloth diapers I bought, I mean, oh my goodness, they were humongous on him. And even the newborns were huge. <laughs> He's just a little skinny mini. So it took a while for me to find diapers that fit him the way I wanted and did and functioned the way I wanted them to. Mm-hmm. That's like a huge challenge. In the industry. There's so many options to so trying to find the right cloth diaper that works for your child can be overwhelming but eventually you find it right yeah so where are you expecting to take your business in the next couple years where do you want to grow how do you want to well i would like to i would like to find a manufacturer and um mass produce them i would like to send my design to a manufacturer and have someone mass produce them when i started i looked for manufacturers Mm-hmm. But financially, we're just not there yet. And with a new product, it made more sense to just make them at home. And next year, hopefully next year, we will be able to do a couple of, um, I want to try to do at least one mommy con to introduce my product to a mass uh Sorry, my mom went blank. To, um, <laughs> to a bigger audience? Is that what you're looking for? Yeah. yeah. Yes, a bigger audience. So I would like to do that hopefully next year. It's, I've on, I'm only in my first year, so if not next year, then definitely the year after. Um, and within five years, I would like to have a manufacturer mass-producing them and in stores. I do have one local store here in Knoxville that um, at the first of the year is going to start stocking my diapers. Um, It's the only one close to this area. Finding the right manufacturer and believing in your dream, and it's a big relationship. This is not just, here, do this for me. This is somebody that you have to commit to and that you you have to have a good relationship with them because if you don't, it's not going to work. Yeah. And I think definitely, like, as a cloth diaper consumer, I've always been a little bit naive to that relationship building and that process. I talked to Taya at Baby Boo Cloth Diapers a couple weeks ago, and she said it took her, like, over a year to just find the right factory. It was such a important relationship for her and a challenge. So, yeah. It is. It is, a, it is a big challenge. And I don't want to send my product overseas. That's a big thing to me. I don't want to send my merchandise overseas just to have it come back over here it's really important to me to have it based in the united states and to have the factory based in the united states because that brings jobs to the community that i'm vested in and that provides food for the children in that community and 
you know, anything else that the parents need for their kids, that's, that's a big deal to me because that boosts our economy. So what's your best piece of advice you would give to a mom? Oh, just step back and breathe mm. because nothing is ever too overwhelming. Nothing is ever too bad that we cannot persevere through it. We may not like it at the time, but there is nothing in this world that there is nothing in this world that God will not guide us through, that we cannot overcome. So it's all going to be okay. At the end of the day, it's all going to be okay. One of my favorite passages is Isaiah 52, too. It says, stand up and shake the dirt off. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's definitely. And that's that gets advice. me through a lot. <laughs> it's going to be okay. Just stand up and shake it off. All right. Where can people find you on the web, and how can we connect with you online? More I have a Facebook page. It's um, Facebook dot com slash dapper derrieres and i have an instagram account it's also dapper derrieres um and i have an etsy shop that is also named dapper derrieres all right i will include all those links in the show notes if you guys can't find them yourselves i'm gonna find you on instagram all right, and i will send you pictures over of yeah. the different products I have. That way you can see them and look at them. Yeah, we'll and I would love to see these samples so you can test them out yourself. Yeah, okay. That sounds awesome. I am super excited for your journey. I learned so much more about you than I even, not that I, I mean, I can only creep so much on the internet. Um, <laughs> and I hope that we can keep in touch as you grow. And I look forward to seeing you grow as a, as a brand and a business. Um, let me know if there's anything I can do, and I will talk to you later. Thanks for taking the time out of your day today, Jessica. Okay, I know that episode was a little bit tough to hear, but I really did enjoy my conversation with Jessica. It's amazing to listen to other women who are passionate and dedicated about cloth diapering and developing new products and bringing new cloth diaper options to the market. I'll be excited to follow up with Jessica in the years to come and see what comes of Brooksy's diapers and dapper diapers. <laughs> no wonder why she's thinking of changing it to Brooksy's diapers. And as always, if you want to be on the cloth diaper podcast, just send me an email, send me a DM, whatever. I'm looking for guests for January 2019 right now. You can also follow the cloth diaper podcast on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, and wherever else I am on the web. The Cloth Diaper Podcast is brought to you by me. Thanks for joining. I'll see you around next time. Bye.